The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Welcome back to another episode of Brothers on Law, Zoom edition. We want to give a big thank you to Debbie, the mortgage mom, and all her valuable information. We love following her. Hey, also, yes, we I want do. To, and this yeah. is Rob Mandel, just so you all know, I'm, I'm, I'm here too. Yeah, there and, you go. And this is Larry and, Mandel. And also, right. we want to thank you for calling and nominating your local hero or group for going above and beyond for their community. Check out this message we received. Hey, Brothers on Law. This is Patty L. from Los Angeles. Um, I just wanted to, in these trying times, I wanted to call on behalf of Country Villa Nursing Homes in Los Feliz for taking really good care of their residents. We're all scared. We're all going through some crazy stuff. My mom's there, and everyone is so nervous with what's going on, but the people there have been really making sure everybody's safe, and I want to thank them for that. It means so much to me, all of the extra effort that they're putting in. I just wanted to say hi to you guys. I love Go Country. I love your show. Thanks, guys, and hopefully I'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Well, that was that was wonderful, and we should uh, we should reach out to those folks, huh, Larry? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, if you want to nominate someone, you can please call us at one eight hundred three ten seven one one three and leave us a message. We want to hear from you. Yeah. So what we're doing, just to remind everyone, is we're encouraging our listeners to call in and tell us about someone or some company that's going above and beyond. And we're going to reach out to some of these folks. We're going to highlight them on the air, just like that one, and maybe even help them out if we can. So that's what we're all encouraging you all to do. And again, that number is 800-310-7113. And speaking of local heroes we we nominate our own uh local hero uh she is a nurse who's been on the front lines she's exhausted she's working tirelessly to help these covid-19 patients and her name is Kiki no now Kiki pronounce your last name for me because i just messed it up it's okay it's boomangalag yes okay kiki boomangalag and okay, she's kiki boomangalag from Kaiser Hospital in Pomona, right, Kiki? No, Fontana. Fontana. And yeah, thank enough. you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for Zooming with us. Oh, and no you're problem. working in the front lines, in the trenches, in the emergency room, correct? Yes, yes, right straight out. Um, even in the parking lot, we have COVID tents set up for our patients that are experiencing this horrific virus. It's just, wow. it's, it's very scary. And tell yeah. us from a, from your standpoint, because you're right there, you're in the trenches, as Larry said. Why is it so scary? Because we're watching patients go through the worst time in their life. They come in, they're not feeling well, thinking it's like a regular, you know, basic flu. Things progress and, you know, patients are passing. 
we yeah. all ages ages from little babies all the way to you know geriatric patients you know and then the worst part is that the families cannot go in and it's not just my facility it's multiple facilities all over the nation where you know even patients that come in you know the husband or spouse or what have you is bringing in you know a patient saying you know their shortness of breath they're having fever for multiple days and loss of taste and smell we bring them through the back entrance of the emergency department and then once we do that we start to assess them and if we find out that they're a possible covid we do a rapid swab we send it to the lab immediately and we have a runner and i'm one of the runners because i like to progress everything and make sure things get happening quickly and wow. we to tell the patients you know loved one you're going to have to wait in your car give us your cell phone we'll call you with an update what's happening to their family member they're pretty much dropping them off through the back entrance with a big yellow tent you know in oh. the emergency department and they're just praying because we don't know what's happening yeah. we don't know when they've contracted any if at all covid and we start the process from there and it's very scary because the family members are just waiting in the parking lot for a call so they just wow. drop them off and they don't have any further contact once they're admitted, correct? Correct. We are the nurses that even when the patients are ready to give birth, uh, the family members are outside. They cannot come in just for their own safety and for the staff's safety because we don't know A from Z who's been exposed and who has not been exposed. Wow, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. And that is that must be very scary, uh, not only for the patients, but for the family members as well, right? It is, it, especially if they're going to be giving birth and they're by themselves. So they count on the nurses to use our own phones, which we have like in little plastic Ziploc bags that we can do FaceTime to family members outside. And it's it's really sad if you think about it, that patients are maybe first time, you know, moms giving birth and they're by themselves with nurses that they just meet coming in. So th these are moms that they, they're not infected necessarily, but because the infection is there in the hospital, the husband can't come in, no one can come in. Correct, for their safety and for the child's safety and for the family member's safety as well, uh, who's been exposed and who has not. Yeah. So the ER now is, I presume, more dangerous than it's normally under these circumstances. Correct, we have a lot more people coming in that are exposed and not just to our facility, but ex you know to facilities all over the nation and nursing homes, pediatric facilities. I just worked at a pediatric facility in Bellflower and an urgent care in Downey. And multiple cases are coming in without them even realizing that they're exposed. Wow. Yeah. Now, why you, you, you talked about in the very beginning that this is spanning all age groups. So this idea that only uh very weak or very old people are going to end up in the hospital that that's not what you're seeing um it's mostly patients that are immunocompromised or have a pre-existing circumstance okay. but others that do come in that get exposed from family members that have been out and about you guys saw you know on spring break all those people that went to say uh in miami or south beach somewhere or orlando they were doing the nonchalant, I don't care, it's not me, I'm too young, I can't get exposed. But if you look at the statistics of all those people that went there, multiple people were exposed and brought it back to their family. So it's even if you're yeah. young and healthy, yeah, you could be a carrier yeah. and then expose it to your grandfather, exactly. grandmother, et cetera, right? Or a newborn or compromised with kidney, you know, um, 
any any issues that have asthma. That's a big big issue. People that have asthma are you have to protect them. Yeah, because inhibitory is going to spread like wildfire. What what do you know the um, uh, the science of that or the uh, uh, biology of that? Why does it get so virulent in your lung? You know, so dangerous in your lungs. Because we we have noticed that the patients that are coming in have shortness of breath and loss of taste buds and loss of smell. And you have to protect your upper nares, your nose, because it's breathing in and it's a dry cough. It's not the mucusy stuff that people usually um, attend to when it comes to upper respiratory. When they're coming in with shortness of breath and a dry cough and a fever, that is ding, 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 red flag. Those are telltale signs. But do you know why why this thing does that? Do, do we do we understand this virus enough to even know why it it can be so deadly? Every day it's changing, and we're noticing uh, the ages and patients are changing, and the the realm. Like there's some patients that come in just saying that I feel body aches and my back is hurting, and I feel weak and very fatigued. Not necessarily a shortness of breath that day, but yesterday I wasn't feeling good and I felt like I had pressure in my chest. Some things we assume are something else. They come in to get checked and holy macaroni. So it's it's not just one type of symptomology or symptoms. It could be a variety of things. And then there's some things that people are misdiagnosing as, oh, it's just, you know, you have a cough or you have, uh, it's asthma related, but some facilities don't have the supplies or anything to be able to take care. Like in, in, you know, long-term care facilities is a good, good one. They don't necessarily have, you know, breathing machines for them or ways to intubate them. They have to bring them to the ER. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Hey, this is Rob from Brothers on Law on Saturdays at 8 a.m. We know these are difficult times for everyone and some more than others. So do you want to nominate a local group or hero that's going above and beyond for our community? We want to hear from you. Call us at 800-310-7113 and tell us what they're doing. And we'll even call some of these folks live and help them out. So call us at 800-310-7113 and help us give back to our community. Kiki, is there any, what would be the reason that somebody should go to the emergency room? What are the, I mean, you've talked about these signs. When should you make that decision to go to the emergency room? Immediately. Don't wait. Because we notice that the patients that are waiting are the ones that are expiring. Because it's already too late. It's progressed. And once it gets in your system, it is very difficult to beat. And once we have that patient come in, our motto is literally we have running shoes on for a reason in the ER. We run, we act so quickly at my facility. And I know firsthand, my team has got my back and I got theirs. We, we rock in there. We have recovered so many patients that you don't hear about on the, you know, outside you hear about only the patients that are passing. We hear that song by Pharrell when someone recovers that song happy. And I, Pharrell as it is. And so we, you see nurses dancing down the hallway when we're running back from the lab from bringing the specimen for one patient, but you know, over on the overhead that you can hear happy, someone has recovered. So we are celebrating every day because it matters. Every patient matters to us. Oh, That's, That's wonderful. Hey, Kiki, tell us a little bit about your hospital because 
you know, this is not, uh, you know, a, a downtown hospital, obviously. This is out in uh, San Bernardino County, right? Yes. And so tell us a little bit about it and, and, and the people that you work with. I work with one of the most amazing ER teams out there in any facility I've ever worked at. I've been in healthcare since I was 17 and I'm 56 years old. And this team, I would do anything for. I feel very blessed. I'm thankful that this team cares. They work very good together. If you need help with a COVID patient, we have isolation with everything. We have a runner that stands outside a COVID room when a patient is in there getting their labs drawn or getting a, a breathing treatment. We have to cleanse everything and sanitize everything. There's different ways that we do this, not with just the Santa Claus, but there's another set of like a vinegar base that we use to protect the staff and the patient. We clean everything down to the EKG machine. We don and remove our PPE gear in and out. We have nurses that help each other in this facility. I am so proud to work here because I know that this team, they really care. And it's not just, I'm in a hurry. I have other patients. I'm going on break. They will cover for each other. And these patients are very lucky to be here because this team really wants it, you know, to be protected as in patient, staff, and family. You want to go outside and tell this patient's family that, hey, you know, your, your family members, fever has broke. You want to be able to be here. And this team, they cover each other. I'm so proud to work That's here. That's great. What a, and so how many, how many, um, I, I'm sorry, I just want to get, you know, paint a little picture because you're, okay. you're like not in a metropolitan area. You're in Fontana, which is a smaller town, but mm -hmm. it sounds like you're, you got a lot of people coming in with the, oh, yeah. uh, this infection. Yeah, we do. Um, and in this county, it covers a big rural area. And so we have patients that come in that are Kaiser members that have multiple uh, doctors that they're used to seeing. Now, remember, we have to do visits by phone now and yeah. something severe, uh, then they get brought into the ER. But most of the time with, with our team, it's like a unit, not just one person covering each patient. We have patients that come in that are not members as well that we also take care of that are critical that come in through our ER via ambulance and walk-in. We don't discriminate. We want to help everybody. And I know that that's amazing. So rural, it used to only be members, but they've opened up their doors to help society. And there are so many people that have been blessed and taken care of there that it just, it floors me every day that I know that people are recovering from this horrific virus. So Kiki, tell our audience, what's a typical day? What's your shift like? You know, is it like a 12 hour shift? Is it an eight hour shift? What is it? I've been working five days, five, eight hour days. And then sometimes you stay over, you help. If you're busy, you're going to stay. You're going to help no matter what. And you, when you go in, you're going in gearing up for war. You come in and you, I literally look like the Michelin man coming in and out. I have like this, like head covers that I wear. I have shoe covers. I have different types of masks depending on the, the severity of the case. N95s, there's two different kinds. I have a regular mask when we go in for our huddle in the morning to update us on the patient care and what's happening in our ER. I have a shield when we have patients that come in that are coughing. And this shield is so beat up but I, I wear it to protect myself as well as other patients and staff members too, in and out of each room. Yeah. And we have the, the donning of PPE with the gowns, the gloves, the mask, everything. 
to protect the patients as well as our staff. And do you have to re-disinfect some of that stuff like your shield? Yeah, the shield is, uh, we have the disinfectant outside the room. So that's where your runner comes in. You have a person outside your room when you're in a COVID room that you're going to pass on like you double bag all the specimens, you take the shield, there's an area where you sanitize everything where it doesn't get exposed. You take off your gown away from your body and wrap it with your gloves inside the room in a disposable area. You step out, it's like um, going through protocol. You, you're starting to do it in your sleep. You think, you know, we wanna help each other. And then you even have other nurses tying your gown behind you when we have a rapid case really fast or an emergent case that comes in. You know, we have people that, the respiratory is shutting down. So you want to be the one to say, hey, I got you. And this team, wow. our team here is amazing. There's no hiccup. Like no, you don't even have to ask for help. People walk by, hey, you got it? You need help? And that's how it is. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Hey, this is Rob from Brothers on Law on Saturdays at 8 a.m. We know these are difficult times for everyone and some more than others. So do you want to nominate a local group or hero that's going above and beyond for our community? We want to hear from you. Call us at 800-310-7113 and tell us what they're doing. And we'll even call some of these folks live and help them out. So call us at 800-310-7113 and help us give back to our community. So how are the nurses holding up, Kiki? Uh, We're exhausted. And we have a lot of each other. We pray together. Um, Sorry. It gets emotional because we see the benefits of how we put our heart and soul into this. And we know that everybody matters. And this team, really, we're exhausted. And we have companies that come in like Mandel Law Firm, we have... Thank you. We have uh, Chick-fil-A, there's multiple, uh, Poyo Bowl, a lot of them come in and they just feed us. Yeah, well, you deserve it. You deserve it because you're saving lives and you're risking your own lives to do that. And that that's what's so it is, amazing. Rob. Literally, we have to... You, I strip down in my garage and I am... Wow. Yeah, you have to because you don't want to bring anything in your home and you don't want to expose your right. And literally, I have um, a robe wrap around that's in plastic. When I come home, I take off everything in the garage and I go straight to the shower, hot shower. And you have to literally wash off your day. And, you know, normally you take a bath when you get home from work or what have you. But this one, you're washing off your day, literally. And I Lysol inside the car. I take off my shoe covers and put new ones on in the car to drive home. I Lysol, Sani wipe inside everything I touch. It's crazy. So, so the, the bottom line, we got to take this thing seriously, right? You guys, you guys are, you're seeing yes. it firsthand and you're it seeing it's severe. bad. And people are just, I want to do this. I want to go party. I want to go do this and spend time. The more exposure we are giving to each other, the worse it's going to spread. People need. So Kiki, 
Sorry, I stepped on you, your line. What were you saying? I was saying people need to recognize that. We need to step back, stay home, wash our hands, and protect each other. Think about anything you touch is exposed. Wear gloves when you pump gas, when you touch a door handle. Go buy rubber gloves. Get a mask. Wear it every day because everybody, even at the park, I see people you know, running rampant. They think, oh, I'm at a park, but you're walking by someone else who is coughing. There you go. You're exposed. Yeah, it's really good advice. Yeah, crazy. And are you seeing a, it level off or is it now still building up or is it decreasing? Um, we've had an abundance of cases this week, but we've also had abundance of recoveries. So I've been here in Pharrell every day, all day, and I love it. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you. What an attitude. That's so yeah, amazing. That's so tell us, tell us, okay, I'm sure you got a, a, a sad tale to tell us. Let's hear uh, one of those sad tales, and then tell us one of one of your okay, triumphs. Okay, at a different facility I worked at, because I can't violate HIPAA, um, but at a different facility I worked at, um, a young person came in with their parent, uh, and they came through an elevator, and I happened to be in the front. And I watched this child come in who was very diaphoretic and very pale, and coughing, coughing, mm. coughing, but it was a dry cough. And then the mall was coughing oh. and I set them aside. They came in the wrong elevator compared to where they're supposed to enter. And I just happened to see it because I was one of the, it's called a gatekeeper where you protect the front entry. So anybody you scan, you know, check their, their, uh, their temperature and you go through the COVID questions and verify whether they've been exposed or not. And the mom said, yeah, well, grandpa was in Mexico. We came back from our trip and he has COVID. And I, I was asking how long ago was that? And she said, oh, about 10 days ago. So right away, another red flag, besides being dry cough, upper respiratory, now they're exposed. I had to take them around the facility to the other mm -hmm. side, go get them admitted into or get the assessment for the ED team because I was on a different department at that time and ended up that the young child expired. So <sighs> the, the parent oh. waited too long. and. It just, it makes me sad that people are not taking it seriously. Oh, it was, we were out of the country. We were, you know, I'm sorry. We, oh. it's hard because you think of your children. Children have a right to be protected and people need to not discard this. It's very serious. And people are passing away at all ages and seniors are passing away without being able to say goodbye to their family members. I mean, we have spouses at different facilities, at long-term care facilities that I volunteer at that are standing at the windows of their loved ones, just putting their hands on the window and crying because they want to hug their family. People need to yeah. really respect this is severe. This is no yeah. joke. Thank you, Kiki, for sharing wow. that. Can you tell us a, a happy story now? Yeah. yeah, we we need we need yeah, we definitely need story. a happy story right now. A family member that came in that was upper respiratory dry cough that came in. Oh no, it's fine. It's just my asthma. I have I've been using my inhaler. I think too much, and it's the same thing. When we do the assessment in the in the ER, we start recognizing, and we caught it right away. Thank goodness the gentleman had come in saying, you know, I thought it was just, you know, maybe my inhaler was expired because it wasn't working for me. And he was smart enough to come right in. He came in and he survived his COVID diagnosis. Yeah. So we heard Pharrell. Good yes, for him. Yes. And the good for you. Get to get up, get in a wheelchair yeah. and be discharged to a family member that I'm bringing out in a wheelchair to their car and saying, God bless you. I hope things go well for you. Please come back and let me know how things are going. 
Gee, from, from now on, when I hear the happy song by Pharrell, it's yeah. I'm going to think about you. We'll be yeah. thinking of you, Kiki. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Hey, this is Rob from Brothers on Law on Saturdays at 8 a.m. We know these are difficult times for everyone and some more than others. So do you want to nominate a local group or hero that's going above and beyond for our community? We want to hear from you. Call us at 800-310-7113 and tell us what they're doing. And we'll even call some of these folks live and help them out. So call us at 800-310-7113 and help us give back to our community. Hey, uh, Larry, I, I think we got a message in our message box. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Hi, brothers. This is Amanda from Irvine. So recently I made a left-hand turn and hit someone. Apparently, I only had liability coverage and the other drivers making a really big deal out of it. There wasn't that much damage to his car, but they were going to the chiropractor and wearing a neck brace. And I just, I know that they're totally trying to get more money out of this. And I just want to know if there's any way to prove that they're taking advantage of the insurance system. Thank you so much. Well, what do you think, Rob? Okay. You know, uh, we handle the, for the injured party that's legitimately hurt. Yeah, but I mean, you look, it, it's frustrating when you, when it seems like um, maybe the other person is trying to take advantage of the system. And, and we don't like to see that any more than anyone else. Because, you know, one rotten uh, apple can spoil the whole barrel, right? But you never know, you know, that person may have a legitimate situation and insurance companies are very aggressive um they'll get to the they'll separate the wheat from the chaff in most cases for you and you just turn it over to your insurance company and they'll they'll get to the bottom of it but you know um people can get hurt in these things even if it seems like it wasn't that big of a uh, an impact or something like that and um uh, I like to think that most people are good, honest, hardworking souls that try to do the yeah, right thing. And, and, so you never well know. stated, Rob. And so let the let, let it let it fall yeah, that way. She, oh, well, she, she just reach out to her insurance company, express her concerns, and let them handle it. That's her. That's right. I think the the best route for her to take. Yeah. So, and you know what, Larry? It's it's time to start wrapping yeah. up. I hate to say it, but I because Kiki has been so amazing, so oh, wonderful. Wow. No, thank you for I, being I really on our am show. Proud to be yeah. a nurse and taking this time to be able to represent all the nurses out there that are away from their families, that are struggling internally, emotionally, and physically. I mean, literally on my face, I have permanent indentations from my N95 mask. And we but see. You know what? This is a proud, mask. proud wow. moment for me because I know at the end of the day, I'm doing the best I can to help patients and to know that a lot of family members of nurses and healthcare staff are exhausted as well. And much props to you all. God bless you. Yeah. Well, you know, yes, and God yeah, bless thank you, you for being on the front lines and you are a true hero as well as all the other people uh, working in the ER, our first responders. So thank you again. 
Right. Thank you so much, Kiki. Well, I was telling everybody to please wash your hands and protect yourself. Stay home. Don't rush back. Yes. And the only way to do that is no to rushing. be patient. Let's be exactly. patient. Otherwise, exactly. you'll end up being a patient. Right. Be smart. Yes. And Use don't some rush. Common Make sense. sure you right. do, the, do the Pharrell happy song when you're washing your hands. Sing happy birthday to yourself or sing happy. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, wonderful new, wonderful advice. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, well, it's about time to wrap it up and say our goodbyes until next Saturday. You know, if you've missed any part of the show or would like to hear our previous shows, just go to YouTube brothers or you can listen to us on iTunes or Podbean. And if you have a legal question, yeah. Go ahead, and, yeah. No, I, 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 I was just going to remind everyone if they have a legal matter, if they just want to talk to us and especially if they want to nominate their, local hero that's standing out and and doing their part like kiki or or even something very small during the pandemic let us know about that person and we'll reach out if we can and help them out as well and the number to call is 800-310-711 exactly and a big thank you to all our listeners out there and please stay safe we look forward to being here next week on saturday at 8 a.m on Go Country 105. And remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Aloha. Aloha. Mahalo. <laughs> Brothers. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.